Oh, yes, oh, yes. It is eight minutes after 7 o'clock on Wednesday, this uh, beautiful, chilly October night, and we are set to go. Lior is here as well. I'll tell you, brother, standing by here, it was uh, it was like Cape Canaveral, moments to go before showtime. Wasn't sure if we were going to pull this sucker off, but uh, to the uh, the brilliance of engineers and people that know things about wires and uh, and buttons, we're here, and we are uh, we're ready to go. Uh, the phone line's already open for you, so feel free to chime in, ask your questions tonight like you always do, 416-870-6400, star 640 on cell, and toll-free, that is no toll, one triple eight two two five talk That is the way to go. Lots of stuff to get through tonight. My brother, we're going to talk reprisals, get to some emails, all non-competition obligations, all that stuff, and, of course, the phone calls as we roll through another uh, flagship Wednesday night show here on The Employment. How are you, pal? I'm doing great, John, and I'm, I'm glad we're able to figure out all technical mm-hmm. issues so we can get on air because we have a lot of important and interesting things to talk about today, and I think it's uh, it's going to be very interesting to our listeners. So if you haven't tuned into the show before, this is the time, this is the place where we discuss your workplace rights, your rights at your job, your uh, termination letters, your uh, harassment issues, your human rights issues, all those things that fall under the rubric, uh, rubric of work, employment, and, and jobs. That's what we're here to do. That's what we're here to answer questions. So don't be bashful. Give us a call. Let's talk about that. Let's make sure that if you have a problem, we address it, we fix it, we give you the information you know so that you don't have to go into work tomorrow not knowing what to do. Uh, and, of course, if you're uh, uh, you're struggling with something and you know someone else is struggling but you don't want to talk on the air, that's okay. Call me at the office. Happy to talk anytime or email. We'll give you that information throughout the show. And to kind of give you a sense of some of the topics, some of the things that I may come across in my office every week, a week there was where I talk about a couple situations that uh, have come across my desk. John, first situation involved a, a young woman who was a single mom, and unfortunately her her son was diagnosed with a serious medical condition. And obviously, as you can imagine, as a parent, that's that's one of the worst things you can hear. Uh, okay. But because of this medical condition, he had to go to get some treatment uh, regularly. And uh, she, being a single mom, she would be the only one that would be able to take him to that treatment. So she went to her employer and she said, well, what I'd like to do, employer, is please allow me to work from home twice a week. That way, as soon as I'm done work, I can take my son right away and, mm-hmm. and I can manage that. And she had the type of job that she could do from home. It didn't require her to be in the office. Uh, and they said, okay, let's think about that. And after a few days, they came back and they said, no, we can't do that. It would be unfair to others. Uh, so we can't allow you to do that. It was terrible news for for, uh, for her, and she called me. She wanted to know, what do I do now? How do I keep my job and take care of my son? I can't afford to be without work. So here's what I told her, John. I said that the company actually has a legal obligation to accommodate her. This is what we call accommodation based on family status. Mm-hmm. Simply that means that if you have a family obligation with your child, with your parent, that you have to meet, and the only way you can meet that obligation is if your employer provides you some accommodation, well, the company has to do that. In this case, it wasn't much to ask to allow her to work from home sometimes, and they couldn't and shouldn't have said no. So what I told her is this, let me send them a letter. Let me remind them of their legal obligations, and hopefully that does it. And that's exactly what I'm going to do, and I'm going to try to remind them that if they don't do that, they're a violation of the Human Rights Code. Legal action can be taken against them. And I wanted to mention this here because you may have certain family obligations that you need to take care of, uh, whether you're a single parent or not. And if you do and your employer uh, has to accommodate you, then you should insist on that accommodation. Your employer can't say no. 
Fairness to other employees, frankly, doesn't factor into this analysis. Your employer has to accommodate family responsibilities in many cases, John. Yeah, it's, you know, fairness. It wouldn't be fair to other employees. Would the other employees also like a sick child at home? Would that be fair? I mean, like, what kind exactly. of... It, it, two days a week. Settle down. Like, thank God she called you. What a breath of fresh air. And I'm going to help her. And my hope is that in a few days, they'll come back. And I've, I've done this before many times. I'll say, fine, yeah, we'll accommodate. She can do her job. She can work from home. She can take care of her child. That's really what any parent can hope to do. You bet. The phone number, 416-870-6400, star 640 on cell, one 225 Talk is toll-free. What else you got going on, pal? Uh, this one uh, made me very, very upset because I couldn't do okay. much about it. But let me tell you about this. Uh, I spoke with a, a gentleman who was let go from his job, supposedly for just cause, because of bad performance. Now, he is a long-service employee, a 20-year employee, and he felt when he was let go that the termination was not justified. Because the company said that uh, there's cause, they didn't pay him any severance. So what did he do? Because, again, he felt that he shouldn't, not, shouldn't have been let go. He filed a complaint with the Ministry of Labor. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, after uh, a number of weeks, the Ministry of Labor agreed with him. And they said, yes, you're absolutely right. That was not cause. They should not have fired you for cause. And because of that, we're going to give you what you're owed, which is eight weeks pay. They gave him his eight weeks pay. Uh, and someone told him uh, a couple months later after that happened, said, you know what? You may want to check with Lior to see if that was right. And he called me and he wanted to say, well, did I get everything I was owed? And that's when I had to deliver the bad news. And the bad news was by going to the Ministry of Labor, you gave up 90% of your entitlements. He was owed about 18 months pay, 18 months By going to the Ministry of Labor, he was limited to eight weeks. And I had to explain to him that the Ministry of Labor can only recover a person's minimum entitlements when you lose your job, not your full entitlements. So essentially, when you file that complaint, you give up those entitlements. It's as if you're saying, I don't want them. Forget it. I don't want my money. And you can't go back and you can't change your mind and you can't then say, well, now I'm going to hire a lawyer. Once you file a complaint with the Ministry of Labor, you are done. And I wanted to bring this up here because there's such an important lesson here. Number one, cause. Remember, it's very difficult to terminate someone for cause. In order to be let go for cause, you would have had to do something awful. And bad performance is almost never going to be enough to be cause. That's number one. And number two, please, 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 if you lose your job, cause, no cause, whatever it is, don't go to the Ministry of Labor. Don't file a complaint with the Ministry of Labor. You are... Throwing away money that you owed, it's a, it's a defective system. It's a stupid system. But it is the system that we have, and you can't go there. Call me. You don't like me. Call another employment lawyer. But that's the only recourse you have, or you simply go to severancepaycalculator.com. That is some lousy news to give a guy. You know he's just like pounding his head against the wall going, man, 18 months severance for a 20-year employee. He would have been you know, safe and, and paying his bills no problem for a year and a half, and now he's looking at, at pennies, pennies on the dollar. Just, it, it, uh, it, just brutal. It, terrible and and you know as bad as this sounds what i've just described on happens every single day people that don't know unfortunately better and i don't blame anyone because it's the natural thing to do right go to the ministry of labor yep you can't do that if you hear the show you know better please don't make that happen to you 416-870-6400 star 640 on cell or at least call now and ask get your information before it's too late one 225 talk that number is toll free we'll take our uh, first call for the night and we'll move over to uh, to Corey. hey Corey, how are you hey how are you gentlemen doing tonight good brother what's on your mind 
Um, I got a question. Uh, a friend of mine, uh, obviously it's always a friend of mine, but it really isn't me. <laughs> um, they, um, they just found out they, they, they got a promotion and they were shown how to do something on payroll. And they just found out recently that what they were told to do is actually illegal. And hmm. because they've been doing it from taking that responsibility from somebody else, um, now that they just found that out, um, they're, they're trying to find out uh, if anything could come back to them. Right. So let, let me make it very clear, and this is not the first time I've, I've seen a situation like that. If your employer is asking you to do something illegal, not only are you able to say no, you should and you must say no. Because if you, if you continue and you do something that's illegal, then guess whose butt's going to be on the line when something hits the fan, right? It's going to be the person actually doing it. Depending on what it is, it could be a criminal thing, it could be something else. So no. Your friend, as, as a matter of right away, should say no and not do that work. They can't be punished. They can't be fired for refusing to do something illegal. In right. fact, just being asked to do something illegal could be a constructive dismissal. may allow them to treat their employment as being terminated and leave with severance. Now, if your friend is worried specifically about whether they have any liability, have them give me a call. I can talk to your friend about their specific situation. But for now, you call them and you say, don't do it. Uh, if you are, if you've been asked to do something illegal, the answer is no. That shouldn't even be debatable. No, absolutely. As soon as we found that out, I you know I let them know. You know you, you should walk away. You should refuse to Good. do that part of the job. Yeah. So uh, that's basically what I was thinking. I just needed some confirmation on it. So I very much appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you, Corey. Appreciate that. And if you need the number to get a hold of, one 821 5900 or simply help at employmenthour.com. And that's the thing. That's why most people, if they choose not to rat out their employer, that's the problem. They think they're going to get fired for it. And that was a very important point you made in there is you cannot be fired for, for not doing it, right? You cannot be fired for standing up for your rights. You cannot right. be fired for refusing to do something illegal. illegal. Yeah. Uh, so, like I said, not only that, not only can you not be fired, you actually can treat your employment as being terminated if you choose to do that. So the bottom line is you're asked to do something illegal. The answer is no. It's not even uh, It's not a maybe. It's not I'll think about it. It's no. That's why the show is here. 416-870-6400, star 640 on your cell. We'll get to uh, John, our next call tonight. Hey, John, good evening. How are you? Hey guys, how you doing? Good, pal. What's going on with you? Okay, so I worked for this company like 25 years, and a new company bought them out. And then they wanted me to. Uh, they they said there's going to be no changes, all this stuff. And then everything changed, and they wanted to sign. Uh, they wanted us to sign contracts and stuff. All, of course, like a hundred of us, right? Um, so I didn't do it. Then they laid me off, and now they terminated me and gave me two weeks pay. <laughs> so, but October, I was supposed to be a super go to supervisor and double my pay. So now I don't get double pay. I get laid off or fired, and now I get like two weeks pay. So I don't know what to do. No, you don't. Okay. Well, uh, <laughs> the good thing is at least uh, at least I know what to do. So I I, I yeah. hear you, and I'm sorry that you're in this situation. But the good news is, if you're a 25, I think you said 25 year employee. 25 years. Uh, the fact oh. that it's now the new company doesn't matter. They inherited your service, so they have to pay you severance based on 25 years, which could easily be as much as two years' pay. So forget about two weeks' pay. You could be owed two years' pay now. If you can show that there was an agreement in place that shortly you're going to make more money, 
your severance can be calculated based on that. So let's say a month from now, you are going to be getting an extra 20%. I'm just using a number here. Well, then that severance should be calculated based on that extra 20%. So you may not be losing that, that pay increase, if you know what I mean. Not much can be done about the fact that you lost your job, but absolutely we can get you compensation that you're owed. This is like this is ridiculous that they would be able to they think that they'd be able to uh, get away with paying you two weeks this is a wrongful dismissal like uh, like no no other so you got to reach out to me as soon as possible tomorrow morning my friend let's you and i connect and i'll help you get what you're owed yeah my pay was supposed to even uh, almost double so then Ooh, wow. i figured they just wanted to get rid of me because they did not they wouldn't have to pay that right oh yeah no, no, it doesn't work that way. And and like I said, even regardless of the doubling of the pay, you'd be owed probably close to two years of pay. So there's a lot to talk about here, my friend. The good news is you will not be stuck with two weeks' pay. But uh, that, that two weeks already went in my account, though. That's fine. No worries. Yeah. Not only you can even spend it. Go ahead and buy something with it. That's not a problem. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> no worries. No, but you, okay. but reach out to me as soon as possible, okay? All right, cool. Thank you. Thanks, John. Appreciate that. Is this Halloween next week or Christmas? Got to ask John after this is all over. Uh, we're going to take, take, a, take a short break. Ken, I see you standing there on the phones, and you as well. We'll get to your calls. 416-870-6400, star 640 on seller one 225 talk That is toll-free. We are rocking the Wednesday night edition of the Employment Hour right here on Global News Radio. It is 7.24, plenty of time till around 10 day to get your phone calls in, ask your questions, be enlightened, and maybe a, a good surprise or two is in your near future if you want to make that phone call. Also, one 225 talk That number is toll-free. We do tonight. We do Monday night, of course, the weekend shows and employment hour in 30. That goes over to TV on Global TV and CTV on Saturday and Sunday mornings. As promised, back to the phones. That's where we go. Uh, Ken, thank you for waiting patiently in the wings. How are you, pal? Good evening, gentlemen. Thank you. No worries. Uh, What's a, going on? A strange, a strange question. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have an employee who is in fairly high management of salary, and he's requested to work for our company B for one day per week. Uh, we're sort of like agreeable to this. Uh, the other company is not in our is not our competition, and they've got a little bit of financial difficulty. So he's going to try and help them out. Now the the, the deal is going to be that he's going to that company B is going to be reimbursing is all of his expenses, his salary, and all that stuff for that one day. Yep. Uh, are we letting ourselves in for something bad, or should we get uh, some uh, pretty good legal advice from you guys? Well, I- I'm okay with that if you're comfortable with that. But what I would, you know, and ideally, if I'm advising you, I would say let's have an agreement in writing that says that you can change your mind uh, uh, whenever you want. Because let's say you start this and you realize after a week, after a month, whatever it is, that it's not working, you need the guy there for the full five days, that you want to have the ability to change that. Because if you don't put an end date on that in writing, then you can't change it. So that's the thing I would tell you. Put that in an agreement in writing that says that you know, you're know you agreeing to it, but you know with one or two weeks' notice, you can change your mind, and, and that's fine. As long as you do that, I don't really have a problem with it, uh, but make sure it's in writing. Well, the only thing is it's, he's indicated it's for a period of two years, and he's already signed a contract with company B pending our approval. Well, again, I mean, ultimately, you don't have to agree to it to two years. You don't have to agree to it at all. I mean, you could say no. So it's up to you. If you want to commit to two years, fine. Uh, I, I think that if it was my business, I'd be worried about committing to something like that for, for two years. 
and in fact, if you commit to it for two years, it almost suggests that you're gonna you're committing to employing him for two years, which you don't want to do. So I'd be very careful with that. You don't want to commit to anything for two years. In fact, you want to make sure that you have the flexibility as much as possible as the employer. Uh, put that in writing. And if it's not something that you're comfortable with, don't do it. And, and if you're not sure about it at all, then you give me a call and we can talk about it more in depth while I'm in the office. Yeah, I think that would be a wise decision to give you a call. Thank you. Sure. Thanks, Ken. Appreciate that. That number again, one eight five five eight. Two one fifty nine hundred and help at employmenthour.com. Moving on to uh, to Ed. Hey Ed, how are you? Good evening. Hey, how you doing there? Good, brother. What's uh, what's happening with you yeah. tonight? Uh, well, my work is closing. There It was originally due for December eighth. Uh, now they've extended some of us out to the uh, mid January there, and um, we've talked about severance. They said, you know, you've been here nineteen years, you get nineteen weeks. Anybody else in the center under five years gets nothing. <laughs> um, I've talked. Uh, I've heard your show before, and I said, "Well, how are you basing that?" And they said, "The standard labor standards." And I'm like, mm-hmm. "Well, doesn't common law say I should get more?" And they're like, "Well, no, we don't use that." And oh, they don't <laughs> use that. Okay, okay, forget it then. Have a nice day. Yeah, exactly. Well, they <laughs> well say, I, I, I wish I could help you. If they don't use it, then I guess I'm stuck. No. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Like they said, if um, you know, good luck with it there, and you'll lead up more on cost, court costs and stuff, then you'll get back and. uh Wow! I'm like I don't even know how much it costs for for you guys to do it. I'm like, is it worth it or? Oh well, let, 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 let's let's chat about this for a bit then. Uh, you've been there, said 19 years. Yeah, 19 Ooh. years in November. Okay, good. And, and what kind of a job? At uh, sales. In the sales role. And and how old are you? I'm 48. Well, someone in your situation would probably be looking at right around 16 months of pay in in, in that range. So, uh, I mean, you're probably better at math than I am, so you can do the difference between 16 months and 19 weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it wasn't tens of thousands, then I, I'd be surprised. And, you know, the, the, these matters are simple to resolve, man. It, it, it's not difficult. Oftentimes, it's a letter from me, it's all that it's going to take because guess what? It doesn't matter what they want to do. The law decides. I don't decide. You don't decide. And they definitely don't decide. The law decides. So if if the law says you should have 16 months pay, you're going to get 16 months pay. And if we needed to go to court, it's not complicated. And they would never do that because they would lose before they even showed up there. So, no, this is a scare tactic. It's all it is. It's a simple matter. Uh, You call me. I'll help you. And, you know, if this goes beyond a letter or two, I would be shocked. Okay, and what about for my peers that have been there under five years? Same thing. Same thing? Tell them to go to severancepaycalculator.com. Again, it's Mm severancepaycalculator.com. But even, let's say someone that's been there for three years, just as an example, they could be owed four, five, six months of pay, depending on the job that they have and how old they are. So, you know, so the company may say, well, you've been there for three years, we're going to give you three weeks, when it, or, or maybe we'll give you nothing, when they could be owed six months' pay. So they may not be owed the same dollar amount as you, but it's still going to be substantial. Excellent. Well, I'm going to go online and print off your logo and numbers, business cards, and hand them out to everybody. Yeah. Totally. 100%. <laughs> I appreciate it, man. Yeah, appreciate that, and don't uh, don't hesitate. Do so seriously. It's a, it's a wise thing to do. You get you've worked five years, Leo. You're getting nothing. nothing. Yeah. So, well, but we don't do it that way. Sorry. Oh, well, we don't, you don't do it that way. Oh, oh I wish. Well, I Well, that changes everything. That changes everything. That's, That's it. I'm done. I, I'm oh. quitting my job now. 
Oh, man. 416-870-6400, star 640 on cell one triple eight two two five. talk That is toll-free. Moving up, and we'll get to uh, to Paul now. Hey, Paul, good evening. Hey, how you doing, guys? Good, pal. What's uh, what's up in your world? Well, I've, I've been in contact with you guys. I spoke down on the radio previously, and I had okay. all my marbles, so I thought I had them all in a row, and apparently I don't. Uh, what's happening yeah. is I, I have a job that I kind of want to get out of. It's not very good. Um, they're reducing my hours, and I'm dealing with other issues. So anyway, what's happened is I found another job, went to the job, and we discussed wage um, and my holidays and had everything in, in line. They asked me to sign a piece of paper saying that we agreed to X amount of dollars, uh, so many weeks off a year. And then at the bottom it said there would be a six-month probation period where uh, if I was dismissed for any reason, that they wouldn't have to pay me any severance. Is that true? Because I've been at my previous job now 28 years, and I told them there's no point in me leaving a 28-year job to have to come into here to find mm. out that you might lay me off next week. Yeah, and again, I would want to see the contract myself. Certainly, if it says for six months, we can let you go without paying you anything for six months, that's that wouldn't even be legal. Forget about whether that's a good idea. It wouldn't even be legal. But but even if the period was for three months, uh, it said that they'll, they'll let you go without paying you anything, which technically speaking, they can do. But from your perspective, you're right. Why would you leave a 28-year job to take a job where you're on probation unless you, you have no choice? So I think that you're right to be concerned there. If you actually want me to take a look at the agreement and give you my thoughts specifically, I'm happy to do that. But I would be very, very concerned, uh, my friend, to, to leave a job, a uh, secure job. You've been there for many years. And then all of a sudden, you take a job, they let you go. Then you're, you're kind of left holding the bag. You got nothing to show for all those years. Not a good idea. Right. Okay. So now, uh, part two of this question, the, the yeah. job I'm in now, um, I, I work three days a week. I work a continental shift. And they've cut my hours back significantly. Like, they've asked me to take a day or not asked me, just tell me not to come in. So I'm struggling to get 24 hours a weekend. Well, so that's why I started looking for el- employment elsewhere. Have I got an argument there for any kind of constructive dismissal? Well, or? yeah. Now, when did this happen? When did they reduce your hours? It's been over, over actually a long period of time, but it's it's gotten really bad uh, recently. Over the past six months, um, it's almost every week where I'm losing 12 hours on my shift. Well, you know, you, you got to stop the bleeding there. The problem is that if you've been letting this happen before and, and they've been doing this for a while, then at some point the law is going to say, well, you've accepted it. You've given them the right to do it. And that's my concern here. So, you know, we may, again, I need, I need particulars. I'll need to, I want to find out exactly what the dates were, how they've changed, etc. But it, to the extent that you have a window to treat this as a constructive dismissal, that window is closing very, very fast. So I need you to call me like immediately. As soon as we're off the air, you connect with me because if I can help you treat this as a constructive dismissal, I will. But my concern is that it may already be too late. And like I said, if, if it is a constructive dismissal for you, you could be in line for as much as two years pay. So it's, it's a big deal for us to have this discussion. Okay. Now, do I have an option of which way I want to be want to constructively dismiss myself, so to, so to speak? Because there's other issues that underlying that they've done that, that aren't legal either. Well, then let's sit down and discuss all of them uh, okay. and, and, and see what the, what the options are. So I want you to reach out to me as soon as possible. But this is not something that you can sit on because every day I think you're compromising your, your legal rights here. So let's connect as soon as possible.
Okay. I'll Paul, appreciate uh, thanks, pal. Appreciate your call and uh, your call. Next call will be to Lior, and that's one eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred and help at employmenthour.com as well. Moving on to uh, to Nelson. Nelson, you are up next. How are you? Hi. How are you? Good. What's uh, what's on your mind? I have a quick question. It's about vacation pay. Um, oh. Our sister company joined us together, and we used to like request vacation pay. Okay, I would like, like for example, thousand dollars withdrawn instead of the whole amount. But lately, they've been we've been we've been requesting that, but sometimes they throw more than what we asked for, or they throw less than what we asked for. And a lot of times, I say, don't put it together with my regular pay because of tax reasons to pay less tax if it's divided up. I'm just curious if what is like my legal right to say? Can I say I want to divide it up, or can the company do what they think is right? Generally speaking, as long as they pay it, they have a they have a right to to pay it in in several ways. Some employers can pay it on every check. Some employers will pay it whenever you take vacation. Uh, so so they don't have to necessarily pay it in the way that that you want to. Uh, they can decide how to do it. Uh, unfortunately, and I understand why you'd want it in a certain way, but there's not much that can be done if they're not being cooperative. Oh, okay. The other question I was actually part. It's the same thing. If we were to quit, how? When can they? When do they have to pay us the like the remaining vacation pay? I've been hearing within, stories like within a year at least they got to pay you the vacation pay. No, no, no. If you if you quit, doesn't matter for why you quit. They'd have to pay you within two weeks or on the next payroll date, whichever is later. So so they'd have to pay within two weeks uh, what your uh, what your owed. Any outstanding wages, any outstanding vacation pay. It doesn't matter how much uh, is outstanding. They'll have to pay within two weeks. Okay, great. Thank you. No problem. Thanks, Nelson. Appreciate that. Uh, 416-870-6400, star 640 on cell, and one triple eight two two five. talk That number, of course, tonight is toll-free, right till around 10 to 8. You've got plenty of time to chime in and ask your questions. Love having, uh, love having you on the air here. Diane, we'll move, up, uh, we'll move up to you. Good evening. How are you? Hi, really well. Thank you. Uh, Great. Really What's on your mind? I, I enjoy listening. Thank you. Very informative. I have two timeline Excellent. questions. So okay. how far can you go back if someone was dismissed from a job five years ago? Is it too late to go back and make any changes? Unfortunately, Diane, it is. There's a two-year limitation period. So it's two years from the date that you were let go that you can pursue your, your entitlements. Once you're beyond two years, even by a day, unfortunately, it's too late. Okay. All right. That's fair. And then my question going the other way, my son started a construction job um, he noted that they weren't doing things right, and then they quickly dismissed him within a month because they didn't want him making a noise. <laughs> so he was only there for a month. Is he entitled to anything? What, what kind of uh, stuff was he raising with them, just generally? What, what, what was the issues? Um, I guess poor work ethics and something about safety he had a few concerns on. And they said, just do it the way we tell you to do it. And then okay. before he knew it, he was told never to come back. How old is your son? Uh, he's thirty. So, so let let's talk just from a general severance standpoint, and then I'll, uh, then I'll add something to it. But from a general standpoint, even after a month's pay, he's going to be owed some compensation. Probably, I would assess him. You know, he's a younger guy in construction, been there for a month. He probably is going to be looking at two to three weeks' pay. Is what I would assess him at. Okay. Yeah, I know right. he's only worked there for a month, but he can still get easily three weeks' pay. So that's issue number one. 
But issue number yeah. two, which is very interesting, is if there's a health and safety issue that he raises, and even if he's wrong to raise it, in the sense that even if they're right that it is safe, but he, he raises it because he, he's concerned about it, they're not allowed to fire him because of that. That's what we call a reprisal. You can't be fired because you raise a health and safety issue. So potentially there could be more here at stake than just that, that two or three weeks pay. So, so have them reach out to me. I'd be more than happy to talk to them, get some more information, and see if, there's, uh, if, if it makes sense to pursue this uh, for him. And, and there's an important lesson there for everyone, that just because you've worked somewhere for a short period of time doesn't mean you don't get uh, severance. Right. I will. I'll have them call you. Thank you so much. Perfect. The number again, 416-870-6400, star 640 on cell, 1-888-225-TALK. That is toll-free. If you haven't used it yet, yet you want to try it, severancepaycalculator.com. That is the one way to find out how much severance you wrote before uh, making that quick phone call to Lior, which we advise you do uh, anytime. We will get to, uh, to Carol now from Toronto. Hi, Carol. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Great. What is on your mind? Okay. Um, I'm calling on behalf of a friend who's in a situation We're both in dental. She's a dental hygienist. She's been working in a practice for 14 years, two days a week. Two years ago, he sold the brick-and-mortar practice. Um, And along with that comes the employees and the previous contracts, which she never, ever had. Now, subsequently to that purchase of the existing practice, the charts have now been sold to a completely separate office. So the brick-and-mortar is going to close, and the charts are being transferred to a completely different location. They're offering her one day a week. She wants to know if a severance happens because they no longer decide to keep her. Does her existing 14 years still play into effect in that? Yes, that's a great question. The answer is absolutely yes. She doesn't lose her uh, service because of a sale of a business. So, she, so her 14 years do count. Now, if the her only option is uh, take a, a reduction in pay or a reduction in days, or or you don't have a job, then she's absolutely able to say no and and to treat her employment as being terminated and get severance. And again, based on 14 years, you could easily be owed a year's pay, maybe even more. So, so that's what's at, at stake for her. Now, if she accepts, what's important to remember is if she accepts that one day a week, and let's say a month later they decide to let her go, well, now her severance is going to be calculated on the one day a week income that she's making. So right off the bat, based, she's going to be losing half her severance, right? Yeah, yeah, and that would be based only on what she's worked with the new dentist, not with the previous. Mm-hmm. Well, 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 no, they still have to account for the 14 years, but it will be based on the income that she's earning at the time of termination. Okay. Do you understand what I mean? So they may still owe her a year's pay, but it will be a year's pay based on the day a week instead of a year's pay based on two days a week. Okay. That's what happens if she accepts that one day and then they let her go. So she may be better off now to say, I'm not accepting and I'm going to get my severance right now based on the two days a week. So I've recommended that she speak with you guys because I listen to your show all the time and I love the information you give. So I am definitely going to relay this to my colleague Perfect. and let her know that that to make a phone call because I've already, because uh, I, I always try and help my, my colleagues at work. Um, and I told her that I was going to make a phone call when your show came on. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Well, Carol, we appreciate the, uh, the loyalty, right? Yes. You bet.
Kara, you know Absolutely. the number. Well, you probably have it written down already, right? You probably have written down already. One eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred is the number. Carol and help at employmenthour.com. for you as well. Um, love you listening. Want to call in? You have time. Four one six eight seven zero sixty four hundred star six forty on cell is the way to go. We'll get to uh, to Rebecca. Hi, Rebecca. How are you? Hi, guys. Um, so my story is I've worked for a company for twenty years. Um, I've been in a sales support role. Um, where I was paid, uh, you know, base salary plus commission, commission um, every second, I guess twice a, once a month, commission once a month. Mm -hmm. And the company is now transitioning my role to a support role in a different um, department where my base salary will be just what my base salary is and my bonus um, will be paid out at the end of the year. So I'm missing out on that commission pay throughout the year, which I've been um, accustomed to over 20 years. Um, so, so just so, so I'm clear, so is it just a question of the timing of the payment, or are you actually going to make less money? Potentially make less money. Um, actually, it okay. probably make less money. Um, I'm 60 years old, um, so I'm feeling, you know, um, I'm the I'm primary um, income earner in my family. And you know, you you base your 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 living style on your income. Of course, so I'm going to I'm going to be missing that that um, you know that commission every um, second pay. Yeah, no, that, that's a, yeah. that's a big deal. There's not even a question. That's a big deal. You're used to getting a certain amount of money, and and as you said, we we have our, our bills to pay based on on what we earn. So so yeah. here's your options. If they in fact go ahead with this, and and you you're not able to convince them that this doesn't make any sense, that, that it, this is bad for you, then you have the option to treat that as a constructive dismissal. You absolutely do. Uh, it's a okay. big change that you've been, uh, or that they're gonna put forward. And you've been there, I think you said for 20 years? Yeah, 20 years. And and, and sorry, and you may have told me your, your age, but how old are you again? 60. 60, right. So someone in your situation could easily be looking at 18, potentially even as much as 20 months of pay, months. And and by the way, that would be based on the income that you earned currently, based on the, the salary and commissions. We would simply look at an average. So if on average a year you make 75000 that's salary and commissions together as an example, then your 18 months of severance is going to be calculated on that basis. Now, the problem is here is if you decide to, to kind of try it out, uh, and you do this for a while, you may be considered to have accepted it. So if you say, right. okay, let me do it for a year and let's see where we are mm -hmm. in a year, at that point, it's going to be too late to do anything about it and you're going to be stuck okay. with this. So I would speak to them right now, explain to them exactly as you did to me, why you don't want to do this, why it doesn't make any sense for you. But if they still go ahead with it, you have the option to treat that as a constructive dismissal. And I would certainly say that you should be doing that. Okay. Awesome. Thank you so, so much. No problem. Thank you, Rebecca. Again, the number one eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred and help at employmenthour dot com. Moving on to uh, to Robert. Hey, Robert. Good evening. How are you? Hi. Hi. How are you? Good. What's uh, What's up with you? What's going on? So I had a question. My wife. Uh, it happened about. It's gonna almost be three years now, but uh, she had a herniated disc from work with an injury, and basically she was working with her partner and. He was, there was sexual harassment involved. Um, she got denied for WSIB. Uh, the guy admitted to the harassment, so he got suspended from work for a week. Now he's promoted, and, I mean, she's in pain, and she got nothing out of it. 
So she's no longer working there? He continues working there. He actually got promoted. But she's not? She's not, no. After about a month, she got let go. She couldn't work anymore. She was injured. She couldn't. her, Her back is messed up. So they actually let her go because she was injured? That's right. They let her go. She was wow. able to collect that little dis- that little disability from unemployment, and when that was done, they let her go. Wow. And, and when did they actually let her go? I'm not talking when she went off with the disability. When did they actually tell her you're gone, you're not coming back? About a month later. So that was, you said, almost three years ago? Correct. Wow. No, man, I wish I could give you good news, but unfortunately, she's out of time. Uh, There's a two-year limitation period, and I hate saying this, but but unfortunately, there's not much that can be done. Now, she would have had some significant entitlements, not only potentially wrongful dismissal damages, human rights violations. She's let go when she has a medical condition, and, and with this whole harassment, that would have been significant entitlements, but unfortunately, she's out of time. There's nothing that can be done now. Okay? Okay. All right. Thank you. We'll take, uh, I think we got about a minute left to get uh, JT in here very quickly. JT, uh, very quickly, what's uh, what's on your mind? Hey, how you doing? Uh, quick Good. question what? for you. Yep. Um, after 30 years, uh, customer service um, slash, they've been pushing us into sales. We've been ex- uh, um, uh, we've been taking that from them, but now it reaches the point where we're almost more, um, uh, more commission-type uh, uh, than than actual customer service. Uh, right. The bottom line is now they've come up with a situation where they want no phones, no papers, no pens, nothing on your desk, absolutely nothing, just the uh, the computer drawings that uh, you're supposed to work with, and every decision is made on their blueprint. So you call in, you say uh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, you look at your print, you press a couple of... And that's it. But you cannot, you know, if you're short memory or whatever. Um, so what's your question, pal? Quick. The question is, are they allowed to make those kind of changes? And if that affects the way you make your living, your income, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, if you got a short memory, you can't. Uh, if that affects your commission structure, your pay structure, how you. Yeah. So, no, I, I get the question. Absolutely. So so if, if what they're implementing is a significant change, and I'd want to understand more about your job and, and how things used to be before. But if it's a significant change, and, and definitely if it impacts your compensation, then that's something they're not allowed to do. That could be a constructive dismissal. And because of that, you could treat that as a termination and get your severance. Because we're out of time, that's all I can say right now. But you need to call me as soon as possible because we want to make sure that it's not going to be too late to pursue it. It could be a constructive dismissal. And reach out to me as soon as you can. I appreciate Thank you, JT. For the- Thanks, pal, for the uh, final call of the night there. Again, uh, as we leave, it's one 821 5900 to get a hold of Lior and his team. Help at employmenthour.com. You want to know what your severance should be, always, always, always go to severancepaycalculator.com as well. We'll do our shows on the weekend and, of course, Employment Hour in 30 on your TV, Global TV and CTV on Saturday and Sunday mornings. Till next time, it's been the Employment Hour on point with Alex Pearson returns next right here on Global News Radio.